Welcome to Terminal News, the only podcast where we talk about all the video game news all the time, maybe some food news. I'm Justin. Joining me today is Marcus. Yeah, I'm on this side for once. Oh, yeah. So let's get to it. <laughs> Okay, and welcome. This is uh, technically episode seven of season two. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's the numbering's Do all fucked up. Do you break it down into like? Is it numbered as seven? It's not. It's it's number. It, this it's actually episode. It's numbered that way on the back end for me. So but it's I, numbered it's, like forty-eight or whatever the um, fuck it is. So this one is. <laughs> this one it's the news ones aren't aren't labeled. As, oh, but the regular one. The regular is. one is labeled as a number. This one is labeled with a date, but I label it okay, with season. Sense. I label season numbers on the back end so that I can see them, and I I put them into like the when we when I upload the episode, like there's like a season and a episode number on there, and I put it there so that everything stays in order. So I got one question for y'all. What's that? When's season three? <laughs> Next year, <laughs> if we decide to do that route. I don't know. I'm. There was a this the change between season one and season two was so drastic that drastic that I felt the need to call it a season yeah, two. Yeah, no, it it, um, it makes sense to me, but I just like. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see where we're at. We'll and see what how I feel. We might have to make. Yeah, we'll see how I feel like when October comes around because that's when I started planning for season two was in October. Um, so we'll see how I feel then. Maybe it will just be like an arbitrary like the first week of the recordings of every new year starts a new season just just because um but who knows but anyway you got to get to all this stuff so we'll first we'll get all this all the housekeeping out of the way which is of course following us on social media if you if you're listening to this podcast and you aren't following us on at least twitter why or better question how did you find us (laughs) how did you find this podcast if you don't follow us on our social media, I don't, I don't understand. Is it possible? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but you should be following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Lit Gaming Arena. You will find us. You can also find us on our website, litgamingarena.com or lga.gg. That's where we post all of our episodes. And you can join our Discord, which is chat.lga.gg that will bring you to the permanent invite link for our discord where you can hang out with us and our discord actually just passed a new uh or our discord bot just passed a new milestone um is now overseeing i think across at uh aiden post the stats and it was like 10 across 10 servers um overseeing about 10,000 users on discord and I think over a thousand roles assigned, something like that. So, Discord bots getting some use out there, and that's just more reasons why you should join our Discord because we have the best Discord bot. Um, so you can I don't hang out like with us. Bots. Well, too bad because like, the rest, the whole world is. Uh, it, I don't like AI. Your whole life, your whole life is dictated I by didn't AI. Think the movie AI was that good. <laughs> I think what uh, Mister. Uh, 
I'm gonna say Stephen King, but I know that's wrong. But you know who I'm talking about? Um, Spielberg. Spiel- Spielberg. I, I don't think he did a great job. I want the Kubrick version. <laughs> the Kubrick version. The Stanley Kubrick. I mean, that was his movie. It's the movie he died making. What about Ex Machina? He was not making Ex Machina. He was making AI. Well, I know, but what about Ex Machina? There's AI in Did that. you know Sora was in AI? Nope. And by Sora, I mean uh, that little boy who's no longer a little boy. Did you know Oscar Isaac was in Ex Machina? And now he's going to be in Ex Machina? He's going to be He's going to be in The Great Machine, <laughs> which is an... Deus Ex? Which, oh. which is a new adaptation of the book Ex Machina, but they didn't want... They didn't want it to be confused with the movie Ex Machina, so they're calling it the Great Machine, and so they cast they ca- they, they cast oh, they Oscar ca- Oscar Isaac oh, in it. Oh, they're doing a bad job. Um, and guess who the producer is? Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yeah, I and since they're saying they're saying that he's cast as the lead, I think he's the he's playing the opposite role. Yeah, but it said when that happened, it said gain the lead. <laughs> Gain the lead. <laughs> Double kill. <laughs> well, that's what happens when he kills any of his people working under. <laughs> um, next, next thing, next thing they're gonna say that they cast Don Donald Don Don Hall Gleason. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Dom Deloise. Dom. De- <laughs> anyway, um, uh, uh, General Hux from Star Wars. They're gonna, they're gonna cast Hugs? him. Yeah, Hugs. <laughs> They're gonna cast him as the opposite role. <laughs> he'll be the he'll be the asshole, the rich oh, asshole God. guy. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what they can possibly do because I mean, Ex Machina was already good, already good, but uh, I like the movie. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get it. Let's get to let's get it to the nitty gritty of video game news. So, we're at the end of January here. And when this episode comes out, it will, it will officially be February. And you know what that means? That means free games. Free games are happening. Free bullshit yeah. from a bunch of so stuff. Epic and Xbox and Sony. You know, all the greats. So we're going to list those for you. But not you Nintendo. Right here, yeah. They no, don't give free games. They, well, I mean, they kind of did. They're not on Te- a monthly schedule, Tetris, though. Tetris Effect was kind of free. Yeah, but they're also like, they're... I mean, they have the SNES thing and NES stuff, but they no longer get monthly updates. That's a bummer, because <laughs> that was supposed to be a thing. I mean, it still is. It just isn't regularly updated. I think because they like having like dollops of games where it's like five, six games coming to those instead of just... Plus, I think they also want them to be topical. Okay, so up first, we have the Xbox Live Games with Gold. Coming to the Xbox One, we have... TT Isle of Man coming that will be February 1st to the 29th and Call of Cthulhu February 16th to March 15th uh, then the Xbox 360 will have Fable Heroes February 1st through the 15th and Star Wars Battlefront February 16th through the 29th and on the PlayStation if you have PlayStation Plus these will be available you have Bioshock the collection will be available all these will be available february 4th through march 2nd so bioshock the collection the sims 4 and firewall zero hour those are the free games vr game that's a vr game yeah okay oh yeah for the psvr but yeah the uh 
Sims 4 and uh, and the Bioshock collection. I gotta get cool. that Bioshock collection because I don't think I I don't even own all the Bioshock games. And it comes with all the DLC, so. Well, fuck me, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> it might be time that I finally beat Bioshock. The first one? The yeah, first one. Oh, you got fucked, bro. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I, I'm stuck at Bioshock. And t and We've two is pretty good. It doesn't get enough credit, but two is pretty good. Is it? I was yeah. I always hear bad things about two, but I'm it's sure. not where I wanted the story to go. But I think play wise, it was pretty good for its time because you get two plasmids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You get the uh, double hands. The yeah, dual wielding. Yeah, that was the that used to be the old standard. Is game one you don't have dual wielding. Game two you always get dual wielding. Mario used to follow that trend, but without dual wielding, it was first first Mario in a series, no Yoshis. Second Mario, Yoshis. <laughs> That's what makes it yeah. number two. So I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but Farming Simulator 19 is available for free right now on the Epic Game Store. That will go through February 6th. So you'll have a few days when this episode comes yeah, but out then to you get, get the, that. The next game is cool. The next it's game. It's a bunch of board games. It's Carcassonne. Yeah, Ticket uh, to Ride. Ticket to Ride or, and... Pandemic. Yeah. February 6th through the 13th. So I'm more excited for that. That would be pretty cool. Personally. I love, I, you know, I really love board games on as, as video games. <laughs> no, I think it's better because no there's no setup. Yeah. I was like, no was, cleanup. And like some of them, the rules are built in. So there's especially like some no, of these Euro games. Yeah. There's, there's no, uh, well, I interpret the rules this way. It's like, it's nope. That's how it's played yeah. because the computer it's, it's programmed into it's dictated. the game. I mean, unfortunately, you can't always house rule things, even though yeah. some of the Monopoly games have built in some like house rules that you can turn on and off. Yeah. But I mean, for some of these like Ticket to Ride, um, I've never played Carcassonne, actually, but the uh, like Ticket to Ride is a good example or uh, Catan that or Catan, I guess, as people actually say. Yeah, well, I say Catan. <laughs> I mean, Catan sounds I'm from it's because we're, we're, we're Montanan. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> different A sounds. Yeah, but I've heard mostly Catan, even though I, I I associate that with more of an O sound. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that like Catan. Yeah, th those games got more of a like the rules are simple enough that they're easy to gamify. Yeah, and that's that it, true. Arguably, setting up the board game, especially with Catan, is kind of yeah. a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, because especially like, like I said, Catan is like all those hex tiles, and you yeah. have to like. The board is like You're a puzzle. Building your own civilization game. You're building your own death trap. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Like we have everyone's all about these board games, but but now what if you could just play these board games on a on a console? But there's some nice. I would like to see done in a console version. Uh, some of the fantasy flight games, uh, like uh, Whitechapel. Yeah, I am. I'm really interested to see how this Ticket to Ride handles the AI because. I've mentioned on the podcast before, if you haven't, I don't know which episode it was, but at one point in time, because I have Ticket to Ride on Steam, and we pit four AIs against each other because they let you just do that. You can just pit four AIs against each other, and they play the game normally, but the thing is, is for some reason the AI never picks the wild card from the sidebar, um, so there's up to four um, cards, or there's up to, to four wild cards in the sidebar. <clears throat> And anytime you hit all four of them, they shuffle back into the deck and you have to redeal the sidebar. And since the AI never picked any of them, they just get, got to the point where they used up all of the other cards from the sidebar, but they never um, <laughs> they never would pick the, the wild cards. So 
it got to a point where the only thing left in the deck were wild cards. And since the AI refused to pick them, the game just crashed. <laughs> it was it was it was truly a sight to behold. So if you have I, I, I would have to think they patched that by now. I bet they didn't because this was like well, well after that game came out, because I mean, I I got that game for like super cheap. Like there's there's no way that game like that game probably came out like at least a year or two before I ever even owned it on Steam anyway. So I don't know if you have a if you have it on Steam, go check it out. Try it out for yourself. See if they fixed it or not. <laughs> I recommend it. It's funny to see once. Um, but Yeah, so that's the cool, cool free games. I don't know. Were there any other games that you any other places giving out free games? Those are kind of the main uh, ones. Twitch gives out free games. Oh, that's right. They give Twitch. out like a whole shitload of free games twitch. Um, which they actually usually give away some pretty good ones to be honest and i mean you get twitch prime if you just have amazon prime so i at least usually claim those games at the very least i don't play through like their launcher or anything there's a like shit ton of free games you can get on pc if that's where you play games uh and so it looks are like also good for that too if you have a if you have twitch prime you can get loot for RPG raid or uh, raid shadow legends, which I guess is like secretly huge right now, uh, making lots of money. Um, you can get stuff for World of Tanks. You can get a a starter pack for World of Tanks. What are the upcoming games? It's, I'm 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 getting I'm getting there. Nobody nobody cares about these. Like, oh, they don't even other bullshit. They're getting a whole bunch of free games. Well, shit. So it doesn't even. They don't even show the upcoming ones. They show what's ending February third, which is like the day this the day. The day after this episode goes up. We're like basically the day this episode goes up. Oh, I can Dandara, find Dandara, Anarchute. Yeah, they probably out like- Narcos, um, American Fugitive, Desert Child, uh, White Knight, and what's this other one? I can't read it because it's in a font. Steriden? <laughs> Never heard of it. But yeah, they, they usually give out like a whole shitload of Steriden? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd say that. How do I get on this mailing list? Because they don't even show this on their own website. <laughs> they don't advertise these very well. They don't. I only know about this shit because I like get notifications from Mario sixty four on Twitter, and he posts all the shit. So all them deals. So I, I see. Which I don't even know how you like oh, go great. through that because he posts like eight thousand tweets a day. It's the only, the only feed I'm subscribed to. No, you're subscribed to Nibble. No, this is the only one I'm actually like oh, get notifications, notifications for. That's a lot. That'd be a lot of notifications still. Th- that's why my phone is on vibrate. <laughs> Granted, I think my phone's also I on vibrate. I think I can change the notifications for Twitter to something else. Currently, I have yeah. it say deals, and it's in the voice of uh, one of the goblins from uh, Hearthstone. Deals. Yeah, so I I cut a clip. Because it's, it originally says, it got deals. And I it's cut it long. to just say deals. Got deals is too long. So you got deals. <laughs> I know. I've, I know. I've, I've experienced uh, this. You just sitting there and like, deals. And you're like, oh, I got to see what's on this. It's, I usually have it on silent, though. But, I mean, not either silent or vibrate. Just to avoid almost, it saying deals 24-7. Because sometimes, even there's like constant. a PlayStation sale or an Xbox sale. He posts a lot of individual each. ones. Yeah. He usually just posts like the big highlight ones. And then he posts like the like, oh, spring sale or whatever it might be yeah. like. But, I, uh, but they've got both Xbox and Sony have really upped their sales game that there's like, I'm like, there's flash sales like every week. Yeah, <laughs> there's they're just like Steam some now. places. Yeah, some places have sales like every single day. Um, Yeah, I 
have my phone on silent a lot <laughs> because um, there are certain times where I wouldn't mind it being like not on silent, but then I forget to put it on silent um, during certain times. Like, I don't know, it, like, especially like uh, when I'm at work, when I'm listening to podcasts and stuff, if I don't have it on vibrate, then like the notification comes up and it like interrupts what I'm listening to. And mm-hmm. depending on whatever app you use, it is less than ideal. But I, I follow Nebel on Twitter. If you don't know, he does do a lot of gaming s- tweets and stuff. And yeah. he's got a lot of the, his finger is very on the pulse. So I, yeah, I, he, I he has report, a lot of like the breaking news I report stuff. a lot of his bullshit here. But yep. if you want to get it just straight from the, the teat, so to speak, yeah. uh, you can follow Nebel on yeah. Twitter. But just like, kickstart from the fountain at 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 taco bell is sucking (laughs) kickstart from the teat of doom itself Uh, yeah it's um following nebel on twitter is like sucking the teat from video game news because he he reports a lot of rumors yeah a lot of rumors and a lot of like just breaking stuff uh and he he gets in on some of those like investor calls too like what uh good old um god what's his face um i always forget his name why am I forgetting his name all of a sudden? God damn it. Mr. Kotaku. <laughs> Jason Schreier. <clears throat> yeah, Jason Schreier. I'm terrible with names. But yeah, like Jason Schreier is another good one to follow cause, because he gets deep into that. Well, he has a lot of insider info because yeah. he, since he's a journalist that he actually talks with a lot of people kind of covertly within the games industry. So he yeah. knows a lot of shit before it actually comes out. But yeah. and he's like I know a real some podcast, <laughs> some podcast unlike this one does report his stuff as actually like he'll sometimes be like oh I think this might happen and they'll re- people will report that as factual yeah even if it's he's like no I'm just like guessing here yeah even if it's like him just kind of posting a rumor or him just like you said guessing people are like oh Jason Schreier said it must yeah, be true like, it's like no nah, he's just speculating like he doesn't know like. There's plenty Just of like shit we, he doesn't know. We also speculate here too. Um, but we let you know. We don't we don't say anything's a fact unless it is. <laughs> um yeah, and I've been following a lot of the video game stuff on Twitter now too. So even if you follow us on Twitter, um I post stuff that I see throughout the day um as soon as I see it. So you can catch some stuff from us if you follow us as well. Um but with all the new game stuff out of the way, let's say we move on to all the Nintendo news that happened this week. Cause there's a lot. Nintendo had their whole kind of like yearly early earnings statement. Yeah. Earnings, uh, investor stuff and, uh, shareholders, shareholders meeting. Yep. And uh, a lot of stuff came out of that. So yeah, it's really just a lot of sales numbers, which I'm like interested in. I know like not everybody's interested in sales numbers, and I mean, this is a chance for them to like beat their once again, it's a shareholders meeting. So it's a chance for people to invest in them. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of chest thumping like type stuff. But uh, Nintendo's doing good right now is mostly yeah. if you just want a real overview of it. But yeah, a global cumulative uh, sell through reached 48 million units of Switch sold, which is like that that's sold. And then I think they've shipped uh, 52.48 million units. Which is yeah, that's a lot of fucking units. Five point one nine million sold lights. Yeah, it's it's a lot of crazy shit. Uh, and then despite like the 
Switch, or, or not the Switch, um, despite like the uh, 3DS kind of being faded out, it sold 620,000 units in the last nine months, which is like maybe not as big as it used to be, but still like half a million units of of a basically an archaic handheld at this point compared to the Switch. Like they're still doing numbers. Um, yeah, and then Pokemon Sword and Shield, 16 million copies sold in under two months. Yeah, and it's a they have more of a crazy numbers because they have a comparative sell through of Pokemon series in first nine weeks after release, Japan, North America, and Europe. So they got a couple of sales figures, but this is in millions of units. But uh, people who bought both copies of the game, 12.28 million. Wow. And then, yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's crazy. And we also have numbers for their mobile game. Um, how much money they made on mobile games. So Fire Emblem Heroes made $656 million. And then, like, the, there's, like, a huge gap to Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp making $131 million. Yeah, Fire, Fire Emblem is pulling in a stupid amount of cash. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's... The Fire Emblem fans are, like, super rabid. Like, there's... Fire Emblem is has a just very strong cult following. Yeah. Of people willing to throw every, like, dime they have at that game. Totally. Yeah, and then Dragalia lost $123 million. Mario Kart Tour, 86 million. Super Mario Run, 76 million. And Dr. Mario World, $4.8 million. So, like, you can obviously see, like, the, the lesser of, the, of that group are the Mario Kart, Super Mario Run, and Dr. Mario World, which is, like, good because, I mean, even though they still made a stupid amount of money, like, they're, they're they not were like Fire Emblem. Yeah. But also, like, they're just. Those games had shitty practices, in my opinion. Like, they're, they're totally kind of pay-to-win territory. I mean, well, Super Mario Run was a little bit different, but, I mean, Mario Kart Tour, that was... Man, it's, that one just made me, like, angry with what Nintendo yeah, was doing. Yeah. See, uh, Nintendo Online has 15 million paid subscribers, up from 8 million from last year this time, which is, I guess, 29% of the user base. And I say for yeah. reference that PS Plus has 38.8 million users. So, yeah, they're yeah. doing gangbusters on all that shit. But um, I I'll have like, to look up a separate. I like this Kotaku article. Damn, the Nintendo Switch is doing well. So and there's a top 10 of the best selling Switch games, which this is like, it's just ridiculous. So I, I always like these updates on these numbers. But Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, still number one. But now at twenty two point nine eight nine six million units. Wow, that's just, a lot of million units. I mean, that's like, yeah, basically a little over a third attach rate for that game. Yeah, which is just insane. That's pushing like half. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is now number two at seventeen point six eight million, which is kind of to be expected. I I think. I think Smash long-term will eventually... I think once... Uh, if Fighter Pass 2 is the final... Which I don't think it is. But if that's the final season they're doing of characters... Um, I think eventually they're going to release... Like Super Smash Ultimate Ultimate... So to <laughs> speak. Or includes all of That them. will come with all the DLC. And I think that will push that game o- be, over the edge. They'll call it New Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 
Super Smash Ultimate Plus. Funky mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Super Mario Odyssey is at 16.59 million. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 16.34. And this is the more crazy one. Fifth best-selling Switch game. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah, which came 16. out. 16.06 <laughs> million units yep. sold through. That Just under two months ago was when insane. that came out. And it, I remember it being insane when Super Smash Brothers came out and how much that sold in a short time. <laughs> like, it's hard to for me to say entirely because that is kind of like two games. Yeah. But it's, it's possible for that to hit the number one spot as well. Uh, Pokemon's usually in the number one spot for like best selling games. But it's like, yeah, it's like between Smash and that, I think those are going to be number one and two inevitably at some yeah, point. I think so. Um, Number six is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee at 11.76. So quite a jump down from Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah. Like by five million units, basically. Yeah. Um, Splatoon 2 is number seven on. This is also a jump down. Uh, the rest of these are quite a jump down, but uh, 9.81 million. Uh, Super Mario Party is at 9.12 million units, which is crazy for yeah, a Mario, Party, a Mario game, Party game. For a Mario Party game. And you think they could just invest some fucking money to make those games a little better. I mean, I love Mario Party, but boy, could they just be... They could be more. They could be. They could be more. There could be so much more. And then, uh, and in th- these last two, uh, kind of surprising, but uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. So once again, another port at five point eight five million. Yeah. And number ten. Can you guess what it is? Um, shoot. You'll be surprised at what number ten is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I think I might have an idea. God, I'm. I I think I know it, but I'm just Luigi's Mansion Three, baby. Ah, damn it. Made it at five point three seven. Once again, a late a game that came out late in the year. Yeah, sold five point three seven million, which it's on track. It hasn't quite sold six million, but it's on track to outsell uh, Dark Moon. Dark Moon's lifetime sales like wow. al- already, and it's it's only been out for a few months. So that Luigi's Mansion crazy. is making it's making money. Gangbusters. I mean, that game's like a, I've heard nothing but good. Like I like that game. Uh, but it's interesting to hear that a lot of kids really like that game. Like they like just watching it because Luigi's animated just very interestingly. So uh, kids like, I think are very drawn to how he moves and interacts with the environment in a way. Yeah. So it, it, I think that's been really pushing it is just like, and plus like it having the co-op with Goigi that you can, oh, yeah. you can play with your kids and it's not really complicated. Yeah. It's a good game. Um, so with all that Nintendo positivity, now we need to have the bad stuff. It's bad <laughs> Nintendo stuff? But no, there's more positive Nintendo stuff. We'll, 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 always, we'll always have time for more positive stuff. But I just, it's, it's not really bad, but I just, this article kind of blew my mind. So according to the Financial Times, the Switch is teetering on the brink of becoming outdated. Yeah, this is Financial Times doesn't know what they're talking about. They don't know shit about games. <laughs> it's the, so funny. To, so I'm like, like just to hear like the stuck that they're they're saying in this article. Um, so they're saying that 
It describes the Japanese giant as being stuck on pause, pointing out that while its third quarter operating profit rose 6% to $1.5 billion, it fell short of prior expectations. The Japanese gaming company has yet to adapt to a market moving rapidly away from consoles. It continues before admitting that the Switch has done well so far and is the main reason why Nintendo shares are up by a quarter in the past year. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> they're like, are they talking Yeah, they're about? contradicting themselves like sentence after Doesn't sentence. Doesn't know what they're doing. Hasn't, they, they made, they're the only ones with a handheld that is home portable. console hybrid yeah they're the only ones in the market but with they're that. but they're the ones that are there but they're unable to adapt <laughs> they are pushing uh indie no, games no, harder than anybody yeah. else i no every, other console or no you there no other platform can you take skyrim with you to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> every single indie dev well maybe at project x cloud but i mean every indie dev has talked about how sales on switch are usually triple what they are on any other platform yeah. And I think it's it's just the portability. It's simply being like I I I guarantee plus it's it's a lot of people doubling up. I mean, I'm in that category of like I've bought games on other platforms and been like, "Man, this game would like Demon's Tilt's a good example as much as I didn't quite double dip on that cuz I was playing that on Xbox like through Game Pass, but then like I bought the Switch version cuz I was like, "Man, this would be good as handheld." Like and I think that's where a lot of those sales are coming from is people like double dipping. Yeah, or waiting for a sale. So the, the fuck these people. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. <laughs> so then like, they they only say only good earnings calls. Yeah. So that, then they say the Switch, three years old in March, is teetering on the brink brink of being becoming outdated. Rivals are launching smartphones and new consoles with the latest features, while cloud gaming poses a challenge to the sector. With no new console lined up this year, Nintendo shares look pricey. They trade at a multiple of 22 times forward earnings, a premium of a quarter to peers. Upside from new mobile game launches are more than priced in. It's time for investors to seek point scoring opportunities elsewhere. Fucking idiots. <laughs> it's, it's... Call me when Breath of the Wild 2 drops. Yeah, and fucking I, and the sales of the Switch like explode again. Yeah, that'll be that. So that that's dropping this year, right? No, but <laughs> but I'm just like all the like, like I mentioned, there's a lot of first party games to come, and holy shit, like you got a new Metroid on the horizon, you have a new Bayonetta on the horizon, you have SMT five on the horizon, Fire Emblem continues to sell tons of fucking units, and like granted it wasn't in their top ten, but it still sells a metric fuck ton of units. And we're going to have more Fire Emblem in the future. There is just like, I mean, there's going to be a new Mario. There's going to be more Mario ports. There's going to be probably Zelda ports. There's going to be new remasters. It, like, it is just like they and Nintendo's selling like millions of units in that stuff. Like, once again, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is at like 22 million units sold. Yeah. And is a port. It's a fucking port. <laughs> Some of the comments on this is great, too. Uh, consoles are going away, huh? 106 million PlayStation 4s and 52 million Switches has something to say about that. Yeah, no fucking joke. And then I'm beginning to think that these financial gurus don't know much about anything. Come, come March, we're at... I say this like every fucking podcast, but come March, we'll be at three years into the Switch lifespan, and it's already at 50, like 50 million units sold? That's pretty good. Yeah. If it can sell another 50 million units in three years, which I think they definitely can do. Because you're going to, yeah. especially with Switch lights, and once that product uh, cost comes down a little bit, people are going to be buying in more. 
once it's like at a two hundred dollar price point or like switch lights are at a one fifty. Oh yeah. Um, so then another person <laughs> this article goes to show what an insane world we live in, talking about hundred their operating profits rose six six percent to one point five billion and yet fell short of prior expectations. $1.5 billion is short of expectations. Resources are finite. And this mania for growth is unsustainable. And then the next, this, uh, uh, this was a good one. I don't see why we're, we're, I don't see why we're even listening to this stuff. If investors had their way, every video game would be a casino disguised as a lazy <laughs> mobile game. They're directly causing all the damage we're seeing in the games industry. And if anything, Nintendo has been cleaning up their mess with the Switch. Not 100% accurate, but, yeah, you know, considering they've the, had shitty mobile games and also, yeah. like, shitty, like, Kirby Battle Royale, which is, like, yeah. a fucking piece like, of shit. Like I said, they've, they've had, they've had a taste of the uh, proverbial blood when it comes to these microtransactions and casino type. I mean, play. and even like dipping into season passes, which is another yeah. thing. Like once again, Pokemon's already sold like a metric fuck ton of units. Imagine how many season passes they're oh, going to sell. Shit. Come that. Yeah. They're, uh, it's going to be a lot then, of money. Uh, since we're still talking Nintendo shit, they didn't finally announced uh Pokemon home. I think it was a good. Yes. Chance yes. To I was going to mention that one next um, Pokemon home, which what 16 bucks a year. Yeah. That's pretty steep. But imagine how many people are going to subscribe to that bullshit. It, it's a ripoff considering Pokemon Bank was $5 a year. Yeah. Which what I'm not saying Pokemon Bank was a good deal. I never used it. But and it's you really need weird to, because it's like you can like you can it for the most part, it seems like you can only transfer Pokemon to Pokemon Home from then, Pokemon Bank. Yeah. You and, need Pokemon Bank to basically transfer to home because a lot of yeah. the games can't transfer directly to Pokemon. And then home. the only game you the only games you can transfer out of Pokemon Home is to Sword and Shield, but with the limited Pokédexes, you can only transfer whatever's in the games to Yeah. Granted there's yeah. other shit like using the GTS and uh other like I I'm sure you can level up Pokemon, but also uh which granted it's not going to be in there at launch, but Pokemon Go, like you can transfer Pokémon's directly from Pokemon Go and including Let's Go. <laughs> as well like as far as i know out of the box you can transfer pokemon from let's go but you can't directly transfer pokemon from go and that's coming later but there's also going to be an app for this shit but 16 dollars a month like not a month a, yeah. a year yeah, is three pretty, bucks a month basically it's pretty fucking steep i would say yeah. in all honesty so the free version will have a max cap capacity of 30 pokemon but if you pay you get up to 6000 pokemon which honestly the free version if if you're just using it as like a stable to transfer Pokemon, that's not bad. Yeah. If you just want to use it as like a holding cell. But like I said, you it can't you can't transfer Pokemon directly from Sun and Moon to it though. Yeah. And then uh Nintendo's making Pokemon Bank free for the first month home is out so players can get their Pokemon houses oh, in order. Which is also like Well, then I can do that and then just transfer yeah. what I need to Sword and Shield and then call it a day. Yeah. Which is also seems crazy to me like to 16 bucks a year but then having to have bank on top of it that's what i was saying you have to pay for bank on top of this Gr granted once again bank is five dollars for a whole year or i think it's like a dollar for a month so you could just pay the one month and then transfer all your pokemon to home and then call it a day but yeah it's i don't know it seems real scummy in a way yeah i don't the pricing is real bad yeah so you need the premium to move pokemon from pokemon bank um I thought they would just wrap this into the Pokemon, the the Nintendo Online subscription. Yeah. So it's kind of shitty that the, 
this cost almost as much as the online subscription. Yeah, right. Because it's twenty bucks a it's year weird. for Nintendo's online stuff, which you need for a yeah. lot of this shit anyway. They're getting closer to that fifty dollar mark, sixty dollar mark, like attacking Xbox on a bunch Live of bullshit. You, um, I don't know. This yeah. is like this isn't for me, but I'm not hardcore into Pokemon because what when you get the premium, it like stables like nine thousand Pokemon. Uh, it just says three six thousand. Six thousand? Yeah. That's still a lot. Uh number of Pokemon that can be placed in the Wonder Box at once. It's uh, on the basic plan three, premium ten. Uh number of Pokemon that can be placed in the GTS at once. One Pokemon for basic and three for premium. Um room table, you can participate in premium, you can participate in host, and the judge function is unavailable on basic. Which is kind of pointless anyway, because there's a judge function in Sword and Shield. And in the other games, and a lot of the hardcore people have already marked the Pokemon, so not having the judge function kind of doesn't matter too much in the basic. But whatever, I, I mean the the hardest of the hardcores are gonna buy this because they're gonna be like, oh, sixteen bucks a year. I guess I got to pony up. But I guess I, the that's judge like, functions will be um free the first month too. But I mean, it's just kind of shitty, like. Si- that's triple the cost of what Pokemon Bank did, so I expect a lot more functionality. Yeah. And it, it doesn't sound like it's quite enough. Um, but once again, I'm not a huge I'm not that big on Pokemon. I I have I have like three fourths of a living dex. And when I say that, I, I mean literally a living dex, but I I'm an insane person, so all of that is stored in uh Sun and <laughs> It's in like all I have that literally just like my boxes are near like they're at like their breaking point. I know there's not actually enough slots to have an entire living decks, but I'm yeah. like, I think I'm two boxes short of oh, maxing wow. out all my boxes. But wow. uh, but yeah, I'm like, I'm really at the breaking point. So I'm like, because <laughs> I was like, when bank happened, I was like, I'm not paying for bank. <laughs> and like, I kind of need that bank. Now. <laughs> so uh, if you have a living decks, you need bank. <laughs> So uh, Nintendo's releasing an Animal Crossing Switch. I called that. Yeah, you called it. I've been you wrong right. on some other things, but yeah, I've been right on this. There's no... Uh, uh, there wasn't Link's Awakening yeah. uh, one for Switch Lite, which was opportune because it was going to be the same day. It was on the 20th. Would have been cool. But whatever. That didn't happen. But you this saying did. that would have had like some nice green features, maybe some gold. But Well, they always seem to like to... like. They do a the, lot of special editions like, for Zelda stuff. Z- yeah, I was like, Zelda is definitely I mean, I one a, of the ones they go hard on. So, Like, I have a um, Ocarina of Time 3DS. And I have a Majora's Mask one, and I know there's, like, a Hyrule Shield one. <laughs> yeah. And there's, so like, several of those. I'm so. really surprised that there isn't one for that. At least Link's Awakening, but I guess Link's Awakening is kind of a lower, yeah. like, lower tier yeah. on the Zelda spectrum. I guess maybe so they're I probably just waiting for um, Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. So they'll have one for Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that at that point. But and it, this Animal Crossing one, it looks nice. It's got nice colors. It is, unfortunately, it is just a standard uh, one. It's not a uh, light, which I know a lot of people are like, I want a light one. Which yeah, is those like, colors would look good as a light one. Well, because then the whole console would be that color. Yeah, that's true. So that would be pretty nice. I And I don't know why they didn't double dip. 
It has like that cool looking stand with the island on it. Because and- you'd hella benefit from just being like, here's the like home console one and here's the light one. But yeah, I mean, they must have better sales data than we do where they see like, oh, the majority of people are buying the yeah. base version and not the light. There's a lot of light sales, though. A lot of light sales. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other po- uh, Pokemon or Nintendo news before I u- use up the last Nintendo article I have here? No, that's pretty much it. Because the last one here will segue to something else eventually. <laughs> but uh, so Nintendo, uh, Nintendo saying is that uh, Switch production has been impacted by the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah, that I guess I didn't even consider that. But yeah, I guess all game development. Yeah, so they revealed be. that the production of the Switch in China has been impacted by the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, the admission came during a news briefing following the publication of their financial results. The coronavirus has claimed at least 170 lives and infected more than 7,000 others since the outbreak in Wuhan, China. The WHO is meeting today to decide whether to declare the coronavirus an epidemic or coronavirus epidemic an international public health emergency, which I this was like posted like 12 hours ago. So I think they have. I just saw there was a case of it spreading to Korea and the guy lied about his where he had been. Uh, because he was having an affair <laughs> and now everybody knows he was having an affair because they dug through his credit that card receipts sounds, to find out that where he had been. That sounds a awfully familiar situation. Like, <laughs> um, not 28 weeks later type of situation. <laughs> it was funny. Um, yeah, that coronavirus is crazy because also in addition to that, uh, um, the, Where'd it go? Where'd you go? The Overwatch League Chinese teams re- uh, relocate to Korea due to coronavirus. Um, and also, like, basically, the all the esports, like, there was, like, a League of Legends thing going on in China that was canceled or delayed, and as well as Overwatch, I believe, that was also delayed because of the coronavirus. I mean, obviously, there's more important things going on than games, but uh, because we are a gaming podcast, we do have to talk about how it's impacting games. Yeah, yeah, it's like the coronavirus is kind of crazy. I was really digging into it, and like, they're China's like building like entire hospitals with. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a wall. Well, maybe, (laughs) but uh, they're the perfect place to quarantine. Like, there's, there's, they already got the wall. There's like, there's, (laughs) there's stuff that's um leaking out through twitter and i don't know if you see if you saw this i've heard they're suppressing people well they in the beginning stages of the outbreak they were arresting people for posting about it online yeah and i also heard that they're they've detained a lot of muslims within china yeah i yeah there was and also and they put them in camps that have really bad living conditions so it's just yeah spreading the virus even more which is which i don't want to say that's like that may or may not be fake news. I can't really cite my source, but well, I did see that on the internet. So I wouldn't be surprised because the uh, president of Mexico said that when there was that, when there there was a virus in Mexico, I can't remember which one it was, but and China offered their help and they brought down a plane full of supplies and all that stuff to help deal with it or help the Mexican government out. At the same time, they started rounding up everybody that was from like from Mexico in China and started detaining them oh, and God. putting them into like quarantine camps. And they were like, they weren't like using any logic to figure 
like they weren't using any logic to figure who out who who's who's there or who had it. They were just saying, "Oh, you have a Mexican passport. Well, you're detained." Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> like really shitty. Well, like, I've also heard because Wuhan is that the place, right? Uh, Wuhan. Wuhan. Yeah, I heard Wuhan's on lockdown, but I heard five thousand people got out. The the city's fucking empty. This whole city's empty. Oh God. And yeah, they evacuated the city sort of after like it was already empty and there were students living in the college or something there and they had to actually go in and like collect them in some weird way. But, but yeah, there is hope. it's like a gigantic city that's empty because of everybody fleeing, but also anybody from Wuhan in the other parts of China are like being dehumanized. Yeah. Because they're from Wuhan. They're basically treating anybody from Wuhan as if they have the disease. Yeah, though I've heard the uh, disease is uh, weak too, so to speak. If we're, we're a gaming podcast, so it's, it's weakness is uh, heat, doesn't like high temperatures, yeah. and it doesn't like alcohol. Yeah, so like that It's Always Sunny meme that I always sent to you. You just smoke a lot to, to kill the virus. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, the one I initially saw that was kind of memeing about that was the... Uh, it was Switzerland because they, you know, love saunas and alcohol. Yeah. So it was like they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also like in general, the virus, it's it's the thing about the virus is how fast it's able to spread um, because in reality, it doesn't seem to be much more like fatal than any other regular virus well and its symptoms are similar to pneumonia and uh the flu flu, yeah and i mean so far it's killed less than the flu but it's just the rate that it's traversing and uh spreading from person to person which i guess now it's act it's at the point where it's starting to spread person to person in the u.s um in some in some cases I think this will get shut down pretty quickly. I think so because everybody's kind of freaking out about it. So there's a whole lot of precautions going up into place and, and we're kind of starting to contain it. It's weird because people are freaking out more about this than I remember people freaking about out about like Ebola. swine flu and yeah, Ebola especially, but swine flu and, yeah. the, and the bird flu. Well, I think it does flu. I think what it really comes down to is the fact that like when you see a country like China freak out the way that they are and you're like, oh man, that must be like really bad if they're freaking out this bad because usually china's like pretty calculated with what they're doing like they they shut their whole country down on the chinese think this was a bioweapon that accidentally got out i don't know that's 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 just conspiracy bullshit it's a little conspiracy yeah because there is but do you think it is that does happen there is that cunt that there that is where they had a web or like a bio lab that had the same logo as the umbrella and it was like literally named umbrella in Chinese. Do you think somebody was in the streets like oops it and been. dropped? I, I've Oopsie actually, whoopsie. I've heard that a lot of the labs that do contain like deadly viruses and stuff don't really have a lot of safety. Protections that wouldn't like, surprise me. Especially they were in like, China. yeah, anybody could just walk in and walk out with the fucking vial of like some deadly virus. Like somebody knew this virus is out there. But like the, there's, I mean, it's possible. But now people are because like, the, there's because either that or so, it's coming from eating bat soup. Yeah, well, I doubt that. They they think it's snakes, but or bat soup, but they do think it's snakes. But it who knows? A, it could be anything. But I mean, we'll I never mean, know I, because it's, it's China. It's possible. My my theory is that it's possible that this was engineered because it is pneumonia and flu like. It could be altered strands of pneumonia slash flu. 
that they've just dicked with? Well, it's technically a type of SAR. SARS. Oh, it's SARS. Yeah. We're back at this. Yeah, but it's a, it's a You blast us back to like 20 years. Yeah, it's ty- it's a type of SAR. It's a like apparently SARS is like it's a SAR. So it's like one kind of SAR, which apparently a coronavirus is a SAR. A type of SAR. Yeah. Um because That's- this isn't the only type of coronavirus that has been out there. This It's one- like how a Pikachu is a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> And I could be wrong, but I mean, that's, I, I really, I dug really deep into all the, like China's doing stuff like they're burying tunnels. Like there's like tunnels that go like just, just roadway tunnels. They're just burying them in dirt. It's like crazy shit like this. Like that's why, that's why I think there's a lot of panic over this because people are seeing what's coming out of China. They're seeing China build hospitals within a week. They're seeing people like lined up in hospitals, just like, like basically a, a doctor passing out, just laying on the ground in the middle of the floor while there's just like being surrounded by sick people coughing and yeah i mean it's, it looks like, I like said, a, there's a lot of suppression with how bad it actually yeah. is and all the numbers we're getting are definitely like yeah not low-balled. accurate at all yeah yeah there's a lot like the, the stuff but, that's leaking out it literally looks like like all the hospitals look like a a zombie movie <laughs> it really does but i do think the internet's making it out to be worse than it actually is because just because it's focused because they're getting so little information from the government. Then they're getting like these short blasts of leaked stuff from Twitter. Well, and you know how the fucking internet is and that, that when it's to, memes and yeah. it, everything's hyper, like they, they're just hyperbolic. Well, yeah. Well, because when the whole Iran thing happened, everyone was like, world war three is happening. You guys and it's like, well, when tank- I'm glad at least people seem more <laughs> informed than they used to, yeah. but they're informed incorrectly. Yeah. And technically I think we've been in world war three since 2001, but that's just me. <laughs> If if you actually follow my dad's logic, he says we're like in World War Five. <laughs> I don't have because he says okay, the, the sound logic so here. World, and I'm sure he the gets war this, on terror is World War Three. No, that's World War Four. Wait, what the fuck? Okay, wait. Oh, Cold War was World War Three. That's yeah. Well, they already called that world the Cold War. That's already named. Yeah, the problem is, is that the Cold War we never left the Cold War. <laughs> we never. Obviously, we, never, we never did. Yeah, that's true. That was kind of the. Uh, this is really getting off topic, but okay. I just want to <laughs> lay the foundation. Is despite the fact that that this was named the, the Cold uh, War, we the never fully the political corner. <laughs> we never fully shut down the Cold War because it's like obviously we tensions are still high with Russia and have always been. Yeah, but that kind of set the precedent of like the Infinity War in essence, <laughs> yeah. and then we entered the War on Terror, uh, which is that that's World War Four. It's like a war because on that's top of a war. that's the actual perpetual war. And now we're at... So what's next? The time war? Well, no, because that, that's where we're at now, where it's cyber warfare. Yeah. Which is World War Five. And next which is, is time with war. The, which, I mean, like, I think things that Actually, no, next is space war. Well, I mean, all the hacking... Like, everybody's hacking everybody. Elec- yeah. Like, which is kind of funny because, like, people always Election talk about us. Yeah, like... And- which is we've been doing since like the fifties. Yeah, we've been a d- well since even before that. Like we've been fucking like, with the whole world with like I know. South America is fucked because of. I know it's like we've been tampering with elections for since like the dawn of time. We we put <laughs> we 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 stage coups in South America and put people into power just to stage coups to take those people out. But in any case, and I, like I said, I don't. <laughs> it's that yeah. My, my dad's well, not crazy in saying this, so it's just like yeah. But we we. I, I on it like my more my more thing is that we uh 
people say the the war on terror was the forever war and i'm like no it's just the cold war we never left the fucking cold war we've been on that tightrope walk ever since <laughs> like yeah. like tensions have been high with every nation all the time with potential nuclear bomb threats it's just now there's more countries involved <laughs> that reminds me i saw some someone had tweet or they had quoted an article that was like the world is like 200 trillion dollars in debt or something like that or 200 billion dollars in debt and it's like the whole world is in debt who who do we owe money aliens <laughs> i don't want to get into the grays or the draconians here it's the nordics actually those are the ones you got to really worry about is the nordics oh boy. but i don't want to get into that but the Anunnaki. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the so yeah, the coronavirus. You're probably gonna be fine. Coronavirus, you got it. You got this. I mean, <laughs> yeah, corona, coronavirus. You're probably gonna get it. You probably not gonna. You're die. gonna get it. You're, you're gonna get it. <laughs> I mean. Very few people under the age of 30 have died from this virus. Which, well, I guess you got to be worried. Yeah, I guess I should be a little worried <laughs> because I just surpassed 30. I'm safe. You're safe for now. My immune system is Son rock solid right now. Until you hit 30 and then it's going to be That's all That's never going to happen. <laughs> I'm like a child here <laughs> for like one more month. <laughs> see how many time are we at here? Um, I think we have room for one more here and then we can do a quick break. Um... Let's actually cover all these. All right. There we go. Okay. So and we could probably cover both these. We probably have time. Uh, Overwatch League, Call of Duty League, and Hearthstone Esports will now air on YouTube and not Twitch. So that's probably a, it's a pretty big deal. More stuff moving away from Twitch, which to me I think is good because I think the playing field needs to be leveled a little bit because Twitch has been like the lead for streaming stuff for a long time. And I feel like a lot of their practices aren't all that great these days. So it's good to see that there's going to be more competition with these other platforms. Oh, and because it's topical, especially with this, I completely forgot. Whoops, I <laughs> bumped my mic. Uh, so this will also get talked a little bit about in the other section as well. But uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged launched yep. on the 28th. Apparently it's not doing well in China, which I'm sure has nothing to do with the virus. <laughs> But uh, apparently that's not a good sign because China is one of the biggest markets for Warcraft 3. Yeah. And they're not really taking to it. Yeah. I so, have an article about that that we will, we have. But in any case, information uh, on. Warcraft 3 Reforged, uh, another thing about that, which I don't know if that's in your article, but uh, they own all your IPs. If you yeah, make anything in I... Warcraft 3 Reforged. Marcus, you're jumping the gun here. <laughs> it's topical. <laughs> We, we got whole articles before. Well, fine. I'll wait till you're there, I guess. But it should have been here. We're talking about Blizzard and we're talking about the coronavirus in China. It's, it's double. It's a, that's double-ended. <laughs> coronavirus, China, Blizzard. It's all right here. <laughs> it's all right here. Yeah, but that's a new game launch. We're when you hear your family. We're talking about esports right here. When you're esports, your family. Warcraft 3 isn't the esports. <laughs> but it is. Not Where do yet. you think Dota came from? Not yet. Not right now. What do you think a Dota is? Pfft, cares about Dota anymore. <laughs> Thought about that auto chess. But that came. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Hey, I don't. All I'm saying is I don't see StarCraft on this list. Why would you? Because StarCraft 
is more. Do you know how long it's going to be before we see a StarCraft 3? Never. Nine billion years. Yeah, it's like never going to happen. We're going to get Breath of the Wild 2 before that. That's true. <laughs> Blizzard uh, takes too long to make games. They say they're trying to be better about it, but I think being better about it means we're going to get more Overwatch 2. <laughs> Overwatch 1. Point 0.5. We're going to get more Fortnite 2. Yeah. <laughs> um... So speaking of esports, Atari is going to start building esports hotels. Oh, you have this in your news? Oh, yeah. We have this in the news. This is like not even games related at the end of the day. Well, I mean, it is because it's an esports hotel, but it's like a fucking it's what, like 10 floors. It looks like a piece of shit. (laughs) This is this is more trying to capitalize on the Atari brand. It's not going to work. And yeah, why would this work? Does anybody care about Atari? What's. You so, had an Atari growing up. Do you give a shit about Atari? I, I love Atari. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what, 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 what comes first, the hotel being built or the uh, the Atari system that keeps getting delayed? <laughs> Neither. I don't think Neither. either are happening. I I. I, I think, think they're both white whales. I think they'll build one and then it's going to be like awful. One's going to be the bullet that puts them down. Yep. I well, I. I see. I like the the shitty thing is I like the premise of it because building building from the ground up with a video game theme and being like, hey, this is for gamers. Because <laughs> I think like we, all right, we need more. We're falling behind on the esports front in the yeah, uh, the do- global community. I think we need more presence of that in the U.S. and a lot of like convention centers aren't geared for any of that type of stuff. And if are they, millennials spending money on hotels? I mean, they're 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 spending. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah. Millennials are traveling a lot. Yeah, but they're doing Airbnb. Yeah, but how long is that going to last? Is this an esports being Airbnb? Esports Airbnb. Millennials That's what are, I'm going to open. The, Write that down. Esports <laughs> Airbnb. LGA Airbnb esports. <laughs> Write it down. There, uh, there we go. I wrote it down. <laughs> um, no, so the thing is, like, a lot of, like, convention centers aren't built for esports. That's then. Like usually, a lot of, like convention centers are built or when you're couch surfing, you can just sleep on a couch, and they got a fucking console center <laughs> with PCs and all kinds of shit. Yeah, but you're not seeing the esports angle because you're not an esports guy. And, I'm seeing and, the exact. I'm seeing your <laughs> angles. And the the thing is, like, there's like there's what a couple esports arenas in Vegas. I think they're they're building That's one in Philadelphia, Vegas. That's where we open our LGAB. Well, that's where Airbnb. Atari plans to build one there. Yeah, we'll build across the street. No, we wait till they go bankrupt and we buy their building. And make it an Airbnb. <laughs> A lot of that Airbnb stuff is getting shut down because like, it's totally unregulated and places are starting to regulate it. That's why we got to deregulate <laughs> a regulated... Because you know what's happening with Airbnbs, right? Like people are just like buying entire apartment buildings and then turning every single yes, unit into Airbnbs. That, and there's also people in places like the Valley, like Silicon Valley area that's where they have weird living laws where people will like overstay their welcome in a weird way and like yeah. borderline move in. And fuck yeah. and be like, I don't have to pay you rent. Squatters' rights. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Squatters' rights are insane. We even we have that issue here too. Oddly enough, there was just but. a not too long ago <laughs> there was like a building that had been vacant and some squatters got inside, but I, they can't just kick them out. I think <laughs> the difference here is somebody's gonna threaten you with a shotgun. Yeah, well, no, because like the. <laughs> What happened here with, with that particular building was like the original owners both died. Yeah, but uh, so like nobody like <laughs> the building was just there 
I'm just saying in that case, yes, but in a normal <laughs> situation, somebody's going to come in and fuck your shit up. <laughs> yeah. And be, Get out and, of they'll my house. be and they'll be like I don't know, like they're just going to feign like they're just going to play dumb. They're, yeah. Like they're just going to be like I don't know what happened. Yeah. And they'll, um, they'll be like you came in and kicked the shit out of me and they'll be like one me. <laughs> yeah. like he says it wasn't him but uh <laughs> like even here like for it they're they're looking at introducing like regulations for airbnb here which like part of it will be like you can't host an airbnb unless you live on the property okay look we'll do <laughs> we'll do a regular bnb a regular bnb <laughs> it'll be a, well we yeah. like to do everything in house so we'll make our own service that will be on the website it'll be lga bnb our Patreon that's not through Patreon, that's Full through tilt. our website <laughs> that you can pay money to and you can stay in LGA BNB. <laughs> that would be a that would be a, spe- a special tier. Yeah. The the LGA BNB tier. <laughs> just like the the we're approaching an, an infinity crisis of acronyms. <laughs> it's too many acronyms. LGA.gg full tilt there so so FT so LGA.gg FT Airbnb LGA BNB I'm just saying, if you think Atari hotels are a good idea. No, I'm saying I'm not saying Atari specifically. I'm saying like the idea behind it is a good idea. Yeah, just not done by Atari. Yeah, not done by Atari because if they're it was gonna do anybody a shitty else. Job. If it was they're anybody gonna, else. I so like I'm saying, like I like the idea of what I think they're doing. That's what, I just think they're not gonna do it justice. I think Activision should invest money in this. I mean Activision. I fucking hate Activision, fucking but this is where they should put Epic, money. Epic? Even Bl- mm. even Blizzard. I didn't even consider Epic. I mean, well, yeah, Blizzard yeah. is part of Activision, so I mean, yeah. But Epic, Ep- yeah. Epic uh microsoft microsoft i could see doing it they they have their they got a lot of pots and a lot of fires they got a lot of yeah they got a lot of imagine uh imagine plates spinning here imagine an esports arena they gotta in, be building a huge yeah, microsoft like, yeah. esports arena an they e- have to be an esports an esports xbox arena on or er, built into a hotel powered by xcloud i could see it with their uh i wouldn't doubt it what's their what's their other online thing um microsoft is it just it's not just xCloud. Um, fuck. What's their streaming stuff? I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, but they have like their their specific online um platform that. What is that called? Azure. Yeah, uh, Microsoft Azure. Azure. I don't know how you pronounce it, but Azure. Azure. No. Azure. Yeah. So <laughs> it's whole, French. I mean, which xCloud <laughs> xCloud is built on top of Azure. So yeah. So an, an esports arena, an Xbox Microsoft branded esports arena powered by Microsoft Azure an X cloud and every room has an Xbox series X in it. <laughs> well, you lay on your bed and you're like, man, this bed's uncomfortable. And then you like, you lift the sheets up and you're like, it's just fucking made of series X's laying on their side. <laughs> and like the bed post are series X's like standing vertically. Actually, no, every, <laughs> the bed is made of vertical series X's. They turn them all on and it gives you a nice breeze <laughs> from below. <laughs> but Oh God! Yeah, so I don't know I I like the idea of like like esports centric hotels because especially like if you're if you're hosting an event like and or you want to do an event like think about like the clientele like I was talking to my my friend who is in that business like the hotel business the property management business and he was saying like how like when you get like a bunch of like esports people in for an event it's just like a lot of hotels don't like that that much because it's like you get like the esports clientele versus like the regular clientele. 
and it causes some problems sometimes. So yeah, but yeah. you could have fucking vending machines only full of game fuel. <laughs> yeah, only Pepsi is allowed on this property. The all game fuel vending machine. You know, speaking of which, I didn't see a single fucking Coca Cola bottle with a goddamn lightsaber. Oh shit! I didn't see a single one. Oh so fucking fuck shit. you, Coca Cola. We never get anything cool here anyway. I didn't think we'd get those. Yeah. And also, fucking cool. Coca-Cola just came out with like Coca-Cola energy. It's like. Which I hear sucks, but whatever. I, I still want to try it, but they did weird. There was like Coca-Cola zero cherry. It's Which energy. is weird because I know the advertising for it was kind of like suggesting that not all energy drinks need to taste like shit. And that one tastes like shit. And apparently <laughs> it doesn't taste good. because I mean, it tastes like Coke, but it, yeah. which I mean, is fine, but. It's just interesting because it doesn't taste like all other energy drinks. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm see if we actually fucking get it here because apparently we're entering this stage. Like, because when I used to work at Coca-Cola, we got all of this stuff. And it seems like now, like, we don't get shit in these last couple of years. We haven't been getting a lot of the shit that they're putting out. It's one of the markets that millennials are killing. Like is the soda in Montana. There's they're like, killing the soda industry in Montana. Like that Mountain Dew <laughs> ice. That Mountain Dew ice thing is apparently it's a, apparently that is a like permanent Mountain Dew item. Do we have it in Montana after two years? No. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really fucked up. Yeah, they, then there's a uh, fucking <clears throat> what else didn't we get? It's just really dumb shit. Atari hotels. Yeah, we don't get Atari hotels. Fucking fuck. They're building two in the San Francisco area. Right next door to each other. Yeah, there's like no. There's <laughs> one really. There's gonna be one in Silicon Valley and one in San Jose, which are like the same area. That seems dumb. I get, I don't think these will ever get off off the ground personally, but we'll see. I would think that the first one you build is Las Vegas. <laughs> I if, think the first one you build is the last one you build. <laughs> <laughs> the last. If Lucky's couldn't make it, Atari can't. Hey, you know make what? It's it. not Lucky's fault. It's Kroger's fault. They wanted to push down these smaller grocery stores. They were going to uproot the big box store grocery you know store chains. Say, grocery stores rise up. <laughs> Grocers rise up. Okay, it's a new movement. Apparently, Publix is buying all of those uh, Lucky's down in Florida, which is like, I don't know anything about Publix, but when up here, I hear it's going to be a Trader Joe's. That's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. We're never going to get Trader Joe's. Yeah, I know. We're too, like... Small. No, we're too American. We're too American. And he's a traitor. <laughs> he's a traitor. <laughs> All right. All right, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break after that. Fuck. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast available anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. We are two shows on one channel. Late every Monday night, we release the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast where we discuss all things pop culture and nerdum. We talk about movies, shows, games, comics, and more. Then late every Thursday night, we release 3FNW, our pro wrestling podcast, where we give our thoughts and takes on the wrestling business. So listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And most importantly, enjoy our musings. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. Later, nerds! Okay, welcome back to Terminal News. And first things first, this week we have This Week in Lawsuits. And so in this week in lawsuits that real life mario kart 
was ordered to pay Nintendo over $450,000. Holy shit. <laughs> so you know that, you know the real life Mario Kart, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're guys that are, <laughs> for anyone, for anyone unfamiliar, suit, but. yeah, for anyone unfamiliar, like these, they're these people that were doing like basically just like Mario Kart tours, where it's just like you could, you basically you're just riding around in go-karts that look like Mario Karts. And it just has like all the Nintendo Mario Kart branding and Nintendo doesn't have any of that. They like to protect their intellectual property. So they were in a suit and they were ordered to pay over four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <throat> so like their original name, Mari Mobility. <laughs> um, so their original name resembles Mario Kart. We also has offered Nintendo themed costumes for customers to wear. <clears throat> unrelated to Nintendo was written on all of their carts. And more recently, the company has rebranded its service as street cart providing superhero themed outfits. So now they're just infringing on superheroes stuff. So now they're going to get sued by Disney intellectual property. You shouldn't fuck around with, but it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. So they were originally, Nintendo was originally awarded $92,000, but Mari mobility unsuccessfully appealed and according to Inside, the latest verdict has increased the amount to $458,000. So they appealed and they got fucked by five times. In an official statement, Nintendo said it would continue to take steps against violation of intellectual property in brands it has worked hard to establish over many years. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo is known to be litigious if you try to uh, infringe upon their intellectual property. They go hard. All right, next we have... The rest of the news. And how about... <clears throat> how about let's start with some anime news. We got anime news. So guess what? You actually broke this news to me. There's an live-action One Piece coming to Netflix. Yeah, uh, Ichiro Oda's going to be working alongside it. Um, I don't know if that helps at all. But Ichiro Oda is maybe... the creator of One Piece. But Yeah... I, I just, don't know. I'll I wait and see if this ever sees the light of day in any capacity. And One Piece does, would be I hard just, to do. Yeah, because, I mean, we've discussed, like, the whole problems with doing a um, <clears throat> a Cowboy Bebop, and this is, like, a hundred times even more so in that direction of, like, impossibility with humans. So early in One Piece, they fight Buggy, and he has the section-section fruit, but he gets sections of him removed. Just imagine that in live action. Yeah. Just imagine how weird this is going to look. Yeah. Like, imagine them trying to make, like, a live-action Luffy look good. Like, just stretching ballooning his, up ballooning up, stretching his arms all over the place. Back. Like, it's going to look so bad. Like, it's no matter how good your CGI is, that's not going to look good. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, is this going to segue into other Netflix news? Because uh, it should. We have, well, first. What do you mean first? Because I was doing anime news. Well, it's anime. Okay, we'll do that one next, then. Do it. Right now. All right. Do they're it. doing, a, well, maybe we mentioned this last week, but there's more information on it now. But uh, Netflix is doing a Witcher animated series. We mentioned that last week, yep. I believe. Yeah, we did. And um, so this is, you actually told me about this before I even saw the article. It's going to be focused around uh, Vesemir. Yeah. Uh, which is like, he, he's the Witcher dad. He's like, he's like the old Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's I mean, there's a lot of other Witchers, but he's like, he's like the... The grandmaster. He's like he's he's, he's the dad. Sure, <laughs> tried to make it work. But, it but, didn't work. but actually, this is me more interested. Not to say I don't care about Geralt, but it it's 
I find this inherently more interesting than just being like, here's more of Geralt's story in an animated yeah. format. It's lore so it's, it's something different. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I can get down with that. Um, oh, and you know what would be interesting? Because a lot of people want uh, uh, Mark Hamill to play him in the live action series. Which, I mean, he would be pretty good cast. But yeah. he should definitely voice him. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we know Mark Hamill does a lot of voice acting, but I'm like, Mark Hamill should definitely get aboard the voice acting for this. And then uh, Steve from Classless Cast will <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> I mean, not that he even listens to this show, but <laughs> hey. Unless he does. Unless he does, but. Props to you, Steve from Classless Cast. Uh, I mean, some of formerly, your opinions, some of your opinions got me miffed, but formerly you of know. the uh, super Megaton. No, he no. wasn't part of that. Oh, that was, was oh yeah, that's of, uh, that Death came by next. Cuckoos. Yeah, Death by Cookies. Cookies. Death by Cookies. <laughs> Death by Cookies. Death by Cuckoos. Death by Cuckoos. Um, Shout out to them. Shout out to all those people that I miss hearing from these days. I love all those people. Um. Yeah, Mark Hamill. That's a good one. Um, there's another thing that I was going to bring up. I can't remember what show it was, but people were complaining about it. And maybe it was The Witcher thinking about, like, nothing happening or something. I don't know. Like, it, it seems like people don't care about lore anymore. Like, they just want action and story. It's like, I like world building. Like, I don't... What is wrong with a show that likes to world build? You like world building. <clears throat> Have I got news for you? Have you heard... Of Stormlight Archives. <laughs> the books. Not going to read the books. Brandon Sanderson is only world building. <laughs> um, so in other anime news, which this one isn't, uh, <clears throat> this one isn't Netflix related as far as I know, but uh, there's going to be a live action show adaptation for Steins Gate, which I mean, no actually seems there. doable. There's no fucking weird shit going on in that. I mean, no, it's weird shit, but I mean, it's <laughs> I like, there's some weird it's, shit. It's but. timey weird shit, but it's not like Luffy's ballooning up and yeah, yeah. There's not gonna be hard to animate type stuff. Yeah, it's people. Uh, it's a people show <laughs> with time. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. They've been live actionifying like yeah, because that was that already anime, and this one already had like a Japanese live action, but this is gonna be like an American Hollywood production. I don't know if they Steins said Gate's what studio. Good. If you haven't checked out Steinsgate, check it out. It's yeah, pretty it's, good. I've seen part of it. I really did like what I see. I just didn't keep watching it for some reason. I, I think the first three episodes of it aren't that great. So it, as much as I'm not for a time investment thing, like usually I like things to hook me a little quicker. But Steinsgate's worth it if you can make yeah. it because well, especially the I'm, first episode is not good. Oh, yeah, the first episode like. Like the first Terrible. episode, you're like, wow, this guy's like a fucking douche and like he acts like a scientist, but he's not a scientist. And I like think they're I'm microwaving like, bananas and stuff. It's I think I have to be at least at episode five or six. You're like right when it starts to get good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was already good. I just didn't keep watching it, it for some reason. Real good. I'm going to have to watch the episodes over again because it's been a while. It's like the butterfly effect, but on crack. Um. You know what? We're going to... No, never mind. Um, I was going to drop something else, but that's not news related. So we'll get that in the next episode or next cast. You want to talk about the new game that was announced today? Yeah, let's talk about it. That you don't even know about? Let's talk about it. You know the behemoth? What's, Her, heard tell of me. the behemoth? Tell me about the behemoth. So the behemoth, they made games everybody knows like Castle Crashers. 
yeah, that 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 game, that game Castle Crashers that yeah, they, used to be a Flash game. Yes, they're basically people who made Flash games. They're basically Newgrounds. Uh, Dan Paladin is like their head artist and animator. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Which I think he was on uh, Sleepy Cast a few times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, they but they uh, but that ca- that podcast was such a mess. You could hardly tell who was on it half the time. But they announced their fifth game. But they yeah, they've worked on like Pit People and Castle Crashers uh, and Alien Hominid. Which leads us to their fifth game is Alien Hominoid, Hominid Invasion. Um, there's not too much information now. It says, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's just a reimagining of the studio's first game, Alien Hominid HD. So there's not much information currently. <laughs> it's re- really they just dropped a teaser for it. I'm pretty excited because I, I like their work. I like Flash games. Like at least I, I I've kind of like followed them from like their Newgrounds roots, uh, Tom Fulp and yeah. Paladin and all them and is Tom Fulp still in charge of Newgrounds? Uh, yeah, yep. And okay. I think he's also like the lead at like he's one of the founding members of the team as far as I know because he's like yeah they're as I'm, a coder. Half the time I'm like surprised that Newgrounds is still around. How it's do they make not, money? <laughs> it's not. Unfortunately, it's not like it used to be. Because because of YouTube. Yeah. I mean, YouTube fucked everything. Because first yeah. it was like, oh. Well, because like, you could make a shit pile of money on YouTube from yeah. your stuff. And then they changed well, the like algorithm. Animators would essentially make a name for themselves on Newgrounds. Then they would transition to YouTube. Well, and then they would become audience. a Game Grumps. Yep. And, and that, I mean, that's like the path everybody took. Where they were like, yeah. I used to make animations. Now I just like, since I built a brand for myself, I just play video games. Even, uh... Oni. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. He does Oni plays and, like, a does bunch he? of other shit. Right. And he does, like... He does do some animations, and I, I know I thought he was, like, still trying to develop 3D. and sell something. Like him and, uh, Psychic yeah, Pebbles. he is. I mean, he's got a lot of plates spinning, but, like, he does do, like, Oni plays and, like... Because he's just a big recognizable name. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? I feel like we're we're seeing a lot of resurgence with the anime... Or animation with the animation these days because of stuff like Patreon, where yeah. a lot of these guys are able to get I mean, funded through fans. So many of them sold out. Yeah, there was even a uh, Harry Partridge. Harry uh, Partridge has always just been <laughs> he. Well, he had a video that directly made fun of Patreon. Yeah, and then he made a Patreon. And then he made, which is weird to me because like he has he's like a professional animator. Yeah, because he makes like commercials and other. Yeah, shit. he does. Like um, he actually works like in that industry and has a real last job. And this is like I his know, I just saw side it. thing. I was on Twitter and some of the like big name artists I follow that do like comic book covers and shit like that, like really good art stuff, are yeah. have been making Patreon. So yeah, like obviously every, it's working for people. Everybody's you doing that fan funding and the Patreon. I mean, it's super easy to start one of those anyway like you you basically sign up and say I mean, all right here give little, me. it's like no investment so yeah <clears throat> unlike all the time and effort i'm putting into developing full tilts i mean it'd be easy just to say hey go join our patreon here's the link and blah 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 but i place a lot more importance on our branding and i feel like it's a lot more important for us to be able to tell you to go to our website than to go to Patreon slash whatever. Um, <clears throat> I like to be more in control of that. So that's why we do it our way, which is a little more time consuming, but in the end will be 
a lot better, I think, than what Patreon offers. But, I mean, maybe I'm just blowing smoke up everyone's ass. I don't know. But I'm, I don't not, know. I'm not on that back end. The back end is it's a it's a rough place. Yeah, nobody's giving me a dollar. I've, no one's giving me a dollar. <laughs> I get sodas for coming here I, and staying I, up till midnight or later. Good. At least you don't have to wake up for four, <laughs> four in the morning for work like yeah, I do. I it only sucks. wake up at six. You get two whole extra hours of sleep. That's something. The other night when we were recording until like twelve thirty. I went to bed at like one, one thirty. I went to bed at two. Had to, had to I got fucked. I couldn't sleep when I got home. <laughs> yeah, I turn around and have to wake up at four. <laughs> so fucked. It's a good thing it's a Friday when that happens, because then it's like I can just kind of coast through this day. Hope, hope I don't die. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's move on to some uh, some more news here. So, so Discoism has a new hard core mode and it sounds like a bad time you will fail more reads the first bullet point in the official announcement but it will have widescreen support which apparently it didn't before or are they saying like it has widescreen support as in the ultra wide monitors that everyone's using these days no idea but hey there's an ultra there's a there's a hardcore mode so there's like a there's a i don't know if you saw this but there's like a new massive puzzle in destiny 2 um and like i don't think People have solved it yet, but it's inspired by the film Cube. I heard a little bit about this. Which I think is kind of cool. Like, have you seen Cube? Yes, and I've seen Hypercube. I don't think I've seen Hypercube. I think I've seen Cube 1 and 2. I don't think I've seen Hypercube. But I've seen 1 and They're fucking Hypercube. weird movies. They're so weird. They're good concepts. They're good. Yeah, I like them. They're, especially the original Cube is like... A really good B movie. Yeah, it is. Um, it's like I wish the acting was a bit better, but it's kind of laughably bad. And I, you know, I have to feel like Portal drew inspiration from Cube. Oh, one hundred. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like the whole like modular aspect of like those buildings, and I mean, especially Cube is like a, it's a cult classic. Like yeah. a lot of people have seen Cube, so it's, it's a crazy. Crazy movie. I like, I like, I enjoyed those movies. Um, so apparently, uh, Tyler, the creator, when he accepted a, an award for best rap album during the 62nd annual Grammys, he was joined on stage by his mother and, uh, and collaborator Jasper Dolphin and Jasper's Nintendo Switch. <laughs> So this guy that he was at the Gram or at the Grammys with, his collaborator, brought his Nintendo Switch on stage. Yeah, and which was just weird. He was just in the audience playing Pokemon. <laughs> it's what he should be doing. It's what he said on Twitter. I was playing Pokemon. He just he tweeted about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I just think that's funny. He's like, eh, these award shows are boring. I don't know. I don't think I'm even going to win anything. I'll just sit back here and play some Pokemon. Oh, shit. Did they just call our name? <laughs> like, let me see here. The screen is on on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, God. Like, the screen is still on. Um. Oh, hey, we all love Jeff Bezos here. More than 350 employees risk their jobs to call Amazon's climate failures. Nothing to do with video games, but I mean, sort of because Amazon owns Twitch. Well, and their 
Lumberyard. Lumberyard. The Lumberjacks. Wasn't it rebranded to something different? I I have not heard if they rebranded. Last I heard, it's still Lumberyard. Hey, if you're listening to this and you know the answer, tweet at me or email us and let us know if we are wrong or right about that because I haven't heard anything. Did you say wrong or right? Because we do have a correction from last week. It's not too much of a correction. All right, let's give me, hit me at that correction. Apex Legends, so they announced a weird wrestler guy. Yeah. And then they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the actual new character, which is named Revenant. That's hilarious. Who's like an assassin. That's like the coolest. That's which, a cool way to do because they're they because they they were they got a lot of people, but it, I guess it was data mined pretty yeah, early some that people, people knew. It, yeah. yeah, but. But the whole idea is I like pretty. Know. The whole the yeah, I didn't know either. The whole idea is cool. Like they're building up this whole new character, and then he just gets murdered by the actual character. They're yeah, introducing. which was it was funny for us here because we talked about that new character yeah. last week. Yeah, and now and now, well, it's sort of a correction, but I mean, not really. It's just part of their marketing stunt. I can call it a correction. <laughs> um, so I don't know how this case happened. But uh, federal court just declared that being muted in a video game doesn't violate civil rights. Well, yeah, why would it? If you or a loved one has been muted in a video game, you may not be entitled to financial compensation. Exposure to muting might finally wake you up to the idea that there are consequences to your action. Please do wait. Do not call now. It's the write-up on on, uh, Kotaku. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Oh, my gosh. We're fucking RuneScape. Are you serious? So the uh, federal court in Pennsylvania ruled against RuneScape streamer Amro Elanansari, who sued developer Jagex after the company muted him in the game last year, taking away his ability to communicate with other players. In a terse, largely handwritten lawsuit, because you know those are great when you handwrite your lawsuit, um, Elansari, who said he'd invested over 2,000 hours in the game, claimed that Jagex muted him constituted violation of due process discrimination and an attack on his free speech and human rights uh initially the u.s eastern district judge mark a kearney dismissed the case and wrote that these allegations cannot state a plausible constitutional claim because the first amendment and its constitutional free speech guarantees restrict government actors not private entities and of course ellen's already appealed and that didn't work out for him so the uh, United States Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit tossed the suit. Um, yeah, so yeah, you were you, you your freedom of speech is not being violated if you get muted in a game. Sorry. Well, because I mean they're corporations; they're not. Yeah. yeah, freedom of speech is purely from government, not corporations. People love to beat that freedom of speech drum a lot for dumb reasons. Yeah, I mean they're, it's like they. <clears throat> Anyone, it, it doesn't protect that the freedom of speech thing doesn't protect people from blocking you on their forum or their stage, so to speak. Yeah. I.e. Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, the exception would be like if, let's say, Facebook becomes a a utility, then then there would be different. But it's not a utility now. It's nearing the point where it probably should be in a weird way. But I, I could see uh, that being in the talks at some point. Yeah. Um, Which means I, I mean, me being just the shitty person I am, hope it goes that way. 
because then I have a case against Facebook for being banned on Facebook. Like, hey, you're infringing on my freedom of speech by not allowing me on Facebook. So in maybe 10 years when that happens, (laughs) I will be back on Facebook. I'll make my valiant return. I I don't think you would care at that point. Maybe not. Facebook might be dead by then. Or maybe I'll care even more. (laughs) Hey, you guys missed me for the last 10 years? It's all about bite right now, man. Bites. I've been trying it out. It's hard. It's hard to do video content, especially when I'm not creative. So I don't like know. Not even in little bites. Nope. Because you have to think even more because you're like, what can I do in six seconds? Which that's okay. We'll get into this because this really bothers me. The the video length for bite is six seconds, but there are eight bite or there are eight bits in a bite. So why can't a golden opportunity? So why can't the videos be eight seconds? I don't get like why it bothers. It bothers me so much. Maybe some just got to be a specific reason why it's six. Unless it's know. just because Vine was six. Yeah, and bite, even then, I thought Vine was seven. Vine. It's Byte is Vine 2.0. It's, I think, a direct yeah. competitor to TikTok. Which is weird because, like, TikTok doesn't limit you on the six. It's, it's like, its own weird thing. But, yeah, I'm sure they're they're trying to compete with TikTok, but it's kind of a its own thing. Also, they're, they're hiding follower numbers. It's like you can't see, like... A lot. A lot of places are going that route. Yeah. Or hiding the likes. Yeah. Instagram hides the likes from people. Um, or they're they're starting to. They're rolling that out. It's kind of like uh, certain games hiding the kill to death ratios. <laughs> um, Twitter wants to get rid of the likes on the posts. I don't know if they're. They said that like a year ago and it hasn't happened yet. So I don't know how. What what exactly is the point in that? Does it just prevent people from? mind sharing in a way like maybe i just don't, i don't get that one either because it's just like that because for it me just that preventing would people from being like 90 trillion people like this so i'm gonna like well it. the thing that they, their statement is that they wanted to encourage discussion and evidently they have a problem with people just looking at a post and pressing the heart button and moving on i don't know that's what i do i'm a lurker yeah it's, it's what a lot of people do <laughs> is there anything wrong with being a lurker apparently According to Twitter, I don't have anything meaningful to say. If I have anything meaningful, well, then to you say, need I to get off Twitter. Then I say it here. <laughs> this is where I say. This is where you. you this is you where Marcus, Marcus. You come yeah, here. This is you where can, Marcus says the shit. This is where if you want Marcus, you, you come. want my Twitter comment. I comment here. Yeah. I, t- I tell you to fuck yourself here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so let's move on. Destiny Two was taken off. off Destiny 2 was taken offline after players lose currency materials. So, like, Destiny had, like, a major crash, and they had to take it offline entirely to fix it. So, that's fun. crazy. It's fun. Fun stuff. Um, the Unreal Engine is going to the Super Bowl. So, the Unreal Engine is going to be there powering a bunch of the graphics that will be shown during Fox Sports broadcast. So... Essentially, it's just going to be like a really fancy Twitch overlay. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what all that TV stuff is. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's hey, Twitch and all that is emulating the TV stuff. That's something I always thought about doing was like, I want to learn Unreal Engine and then like in our stream stuff, just basically having an Unreal like program running and then it just loads all your, it's, it's hard for me to get the thoughts out in words of what I want to do with it. But essentially it would just be like, 
streaming a game within a game and that's how that would run essentially so you would have like live rendered like 3d backgrounds through the unreal engine versus right now you have to render video and then you just play a video in the background and that's how it is and you can use some transitions with a alpha channel for transparency and i'm just saying a whole bunch of words that i'm sure a whole lot of people don't care about because i'm really into in the weeds with all this uh streaming stuff but i'm sure there's some streamers out there that might like it we have been really thinking about all the unreal stuff and i've been digging into all these different packs that are out there for visual effects because they look real cool and they look a lot whole lot easier to produce than using after effects because after effects is kind of insane I mean, I feel in a general feel that a lot of people are going away from Adobe products. So, I mean, not just not just Adobe products, but like um, <clears throat> After Effects type stuff in general. Like people are opting instead of instead of like rendering out, like let's say, do using like Amaya or using 3ds Max to render stuff. They're going the route where they use like Unreal Engine to just live render it. Yeah, but I mean. I'm just talking about just Adobe products on a whole, though, even. Yeah. Because people have, are drifting away from Photoshop in favor of, uh, oh, God, what what is it that people are using? Clip Paint Studio? Clip Studio Paint. Or Clip, God, I got the words mixed up. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you there. <laughs> yeah, they're using Clip Studio Paint, which does seem superior because it can use both pixels and vectors at the same time. So people are using that over using a Illustrator or a Photoshop. They've been using that. Um, people are going away from a lot of their audio editing stuff and even After Effects. So it's just, I'm just feeling on the whole people are drifting from the Adobe products because I think Adobe in general is in dire need of just rebuilding all of their programs from the ground up instead yeah, of just of. adding on top of it because they keep adding on top. Yeah. And it's like, it kind of needs to be shifted entirely. The thing is, I really like Audition. <laughs> that's the reason yeah, why. Yeah, but that's probably like the one. That's that's like the thing. Because, I mean, there's Pro Tools, but Pro Tools is like a bloated piece of shit, too. So, I mean, there's yeah, not I a mean, lot there's of not a great there. solution. I mean, I could I've use heard Reapers. Reaper. Yeah, I was like, Reaper's the one I hear is pretty good, but it's kind of more. like It's bare bones. Yeah. You can use VSTs and everything. But it's. did you know Reaper is developed by the guy that made Winamp? Yeah, I heard that on yeah. Giant Bomb. So <laughs> I don't know if you were. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you said you were caught up. Yeah, that was. I didn't know that until that. Like, because I knew I, and I'm sure I might have known that at one point in time. But now it makes sense. Looking at the the interface of Reaper, it totally makes sense that it's made by the WinApp guy. <laughs> like that is such a bare bones looking program. So do we have any more news? Oh yeah, we have we have news. How the fuck we do news. we still got news? We got news out the wazoo. How the fuck we still got news? Let's, let's roll through this How news. How much news do you got? We I need got, to get to the next section. I know. Hold on. We'll get through us. We're never going to get through the news. We got to get through us. Um, this is why it's called terminal news, because I feel sick you, doing it. You, you die. You, you die from the news. Well, we had to, We have to finish up the, uh, the Warcraft 3 Reforged news because apparently blizzard owns all of your custom games they they own your shit when you play that game and apparently that game isn't all that great like they're they promised i mean warcraft 3 yeah. is great well it's great but i mean so they they promised a whole bunch of stuff that they like cut out of the game and then they just released which is like 
like they already remastered Warcraft 3, which is pretty good. And they offered that at $10, but now you can't buy the old one for $10. You have to buy this one for $30. And it's not very much more than what they had already done with just the initial like remaster of Warcraft 3. I didn't think they redid Warcraft 3. Yeah, apparently they did. I was I was reading they Because I was like, I knew they did StarCraft. Like, they, they did a Warcraft 3. Like, they updated it and made it all shiny and everything. And then... Mm-hmm. Then, then like they four K textures. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. then they did this where it was like reforged, and they're like offering like all this cool stuff, and then like last minute they just stripped all of it out and said, "Yeah, this is what we're offering for thirty bucks." Yeah. So we can sell you less the Frozen Throne expansion. Yeah, later. so we can sell you. No, more. I think this does at least come with the Frozen Throne campaign. I mean, 30, oh boy. thirty bucks isn't horrendous, but it's not great either. So they're saying it isn't much of an upgrade. According to Kotaku here. I mean, that's what I said the other week. Yeah. I said it visually didn't. I mean, it's like if you compare model to model, that it looks a lot better, but it it doesn't look great compared to what it should. I, I guess I'm thinking of how once uh, once again within the same company, technically, but I'm thinking of what they did with uh, Crash and with Spyro and how good those looked in terms of. rebuilds and this isn't that i mean you would think they could just rebuild warcraft 3 and make it look like starcraft 2 at the very least but they didn't go that far with it yeah and they're basically selling it at like that kind of price though yeah there's also a lot of connectivity problems which i mean that (laughs) seems to be the case with any new that's because they probably didn't redo the fucking net code (laughs) it's probably the same (laughs) the same old shitty net they're like waiting for the dial-up connection like We can't connect because there's no dial tones. (laughs) Oh, God. I I wouldn't doubt it, though. Oh, yeah. So here's more. Top streamers are leaving Twitch amidst big money and shady deals. So, yeah. Shady deals. I don't know what the shady deals are. Mixer shady deals? Who? Let's see. Who? Let's see. Is it all that mixer money? Let's see. Let's see. You're an upcoming streamer. You've done it for a while and you make decent money, although you're no Tyler Ninja Blevins, but you're on your way there. Or so you hope. A while back, you got the opportunity to sign with an agency that promised to help you set up deals to advertise brands on your streams. Today, it's finally paying off. The agency calls you to offer a $10,000 deal. You don't think twice. That's a handsome chunk of change. Time to pop a bottle of champagne and celebrate. There's just one problem. Turns out the agency pocketed $90,000. So those are the type of deals that are happening. They're they're making those advertising deals, and the agencies are, that you signed with are keeping like ninety percent of the money. But well, that's, uh, that's shitty. If you sign a contract, probably have a lawyer read it over. Yeah, I know. That's why I actually legally got my name changed to Blevins. <laughs> um, I'm legally entitled to half that money. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> also, like if you're a streamer, like if you're an independent streamer, um. It's highly recommended that you set up an LLC because that will protect your ass in the long run. Yeah. You know what's upsetting about that? That that proves that companies have more rights than people. Yeah. (laughs) Which means I have more rights than myself. That's stupid. Because I, as the company, have more rights than me, the person. I, as the person. (laughs) Yeah. that's It's dumb. It's super dumb. But also, like, based the the whole idea of an LLC is there's that, your freedom of speech right there. <laughs> yeah, the the idea of a, the LLC is that, like if something happens and someone sues you for all your worth, you just bankrupt the company. But 
they don't go after your personal your possessions. Personal, yeah. So yeah, and like there are cases of streamers getting like sued into oblivion, um, because they like said something, and even yeah, like why can't we do that to Mr. Blevins? Well, he probably has an LLC, so it wouldn't do much. Wouldn't do nothing. Could he LLC the name Ninja? Probably. That's upsetting. <laughs> I mean, he bullied his way into having the name Ninja on every platform. I know, which is upsetting as fuck. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. God, you know, it's really damn. funny. I love I love how we hate on Ninja so much. And um Dan on Rated G for Gamers is like, yeah, my boy Ninja over there. He can like Ninja as much as he wants, but <laughs> I'm hating for two. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's a good one. Hey, there's a $350 baby Yoda figure. Which I find amazing that it's $350 considering it's like two feet tall. You know what? Still cheaper than a whole baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just thinking of like, like thinking of like the figures that you buy and how much those cost. Those are highly detailed. But apparently this is highly detailed. (laughs) Not, not highly detailed. Like those are highly detailed. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like this thing is like huge, but then those are like a little bit smaller, but like more detailed, but it's just like. The paint jobs on my stuff. is Yeah, this is painted by some guy in China with coronavirus. I don't know where this is made. It probably really is, though. Yeah, I don't know. Who who wants this thing? I don't know. People who watch The Mandalorian. I, I guess it's not my, even it's not even two feet. It's 16.5 inches tall. I, I mean, the, it the unfortunate thing about it has head fuzz on it. Yeah, but the uh, I know this was a big problem when The Mandalorian was airing that they didn't they didn't have they didn't uh, have merchandise. Yeah, they didn't have Baby Yoda merchandise at the time it aired, which caused a big shortage because everybody wanted like it. Demand. So now there's, but I think the people have cooled a bit on it, so it probably won't sell as well. But whatever, people are very Star Wars and toys go hand in hand. Yeah, like Star Wars toys have sold, I think, like at least triple what the movies have made, if I remember right, from the uh, toys that made us docu series. But it, it, yeah. it's like to, merchandising is it's big money. That's where the money's at. Yeah. All right. We're almost done with the news here. Well, um, I have one final news thing, but I want you to do all your news shit first. Okay. So ES, ESRB ratings suggest Oddworld Munch's Odyssey HD is coming to the Switch. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know they did Stranger's Wrath just came yeah. out recently. So. That's, so that's something to look forward to. Also something to look forward to on your Switch. The Outer Worlds will arrive in March. Yeah. So those of you who don't own... If, PC, yeah, or Xbox, Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. you can play it on a, your Switch. You can play it on the while you're pooping now. Which I mean, isn't Switch. bad. It's a, it's a good game. Uh, yeah. But the it does not include a cartridge in the physical version. It is a it's download a only. Oh well, Dan won't buy it then. From Rated G for Gamers, he only buys physical. <laughs> you, I mean, you can buy a physical thing, but it just is a download code. Well, yeah, but he like he goes out of his way to you like will not, have a case like he, he he doesn't want the case he wants the cartridge there is no cartridge well he he won't buy it then because <laughs> and the reason this is because there's a lot of games that do this or like games that are on switch that has some of the game but you have to download a large portion of the game yeah is because those carts bigger carts are very expensive yep which is why there's conspiracy theories that witcher when they put witcher 3 on there that Nintendo supplemented the cart because it's a very large cart. Mm, yeah. It's, it's, I think, a 32 gig cart. So that's, I mean, expensive. Yeah. 
Even though like flash memory is getting really cheap. I mean, yes. And I think it'll pay off in the long run, but yeah, but upfront cost, like, I mean, this is similar of why like 3ds games is a good example that there was usually like some of those are hard to find because they didn't produce as many copies or do a, a lot of runs because it's harder to produce cartridges you, you want to produce a lot of cartridges at once yeah, and not do as many smaller batches where reprinting disc is super easy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, discs are super easy. Um, EA confirms that the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X power is substantially greater than existing consoles. I mean... We already talked about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a given. That's a given considering that they are putting real CPUs in these things now. Um... So Phil Spencer says that frame rate is more important than resolution. So my boy. Yeah, that's what's good. Exactly. He took the words out of my mouth. My boy, he's he knows he's making the right moves. I, I completely agree. Frame rate is more important than resolution. Uh, <coughs> Google Put them in there. 8K. Give me. Nobody s- cares about the K's. Give me 60 FPS. Nobody gives a shit. How do company, which I guess this is like standard procedure, companies don't know what people want. They never do. But how do they keep being like 8K, 12K, 29K? Yeah. They're just like in <laughs> like, this infinite feedback loop where they like, think they need higher resolutions. Who, I mean, and make I, it look smoother. I think, especially in the games industry, that jump to 1080. Remember all the devs that were like, holy shit, making assets in 1080, that's like so hard. And now it took us a long time to even arrive at just making 1080 assets. And now we're doing 4K and 8K and like, holy, the devs, the devs can't do it. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't don't doubt that, like, once again, maker tools will eventually like supplement that and like get there eventually. But it's like nobody gives a fuck about resolution. Yeah, like I, I can't and like the difference between 30 like, FPS and 60 FPS is like life changing <laughs> when you're playing a game. Yeah. Versus 4K to 8K. Yeah. You're not like, going to see even yeah. 10K to 4K isn't as big of a jump as it was yeah. from like 720 to t- 1080 was yeah. a bigger jump than. Yeah. Like 1080 like, to 4K. Yeah. Not to Dude, say 4K. 4K looks good. Going from 4K to 8K. You'll but see a difference like, in that your frames will be for your frame rate will be chopped <laughs> in like by 10. <laughs> um, I just from 4K to 8K viewing distance becomes yeah. a very important thing. And size of your screen. Yeah. And then then refresh rate becomes a problem on your actual screen. But it's like refresh rate's the only thing that matters anymore. Yeah. Um, Give me 120 frames. I'll be yeah. happy. So yeah, that's a problem in the gaming industry. I yeah, FPS is much preferred over the resolution. I mean, like, I think of all the games that at least this generation that did run at 60 FPS, and boy, boy, did they look good. Yeah, but uh, this was mostly a lot of fighting games, unlike Doom. <laughs> yeah, that's my last news. What was your last news? All right, this isn't exactly newsworthy, but uh, I just wanted to shout it out a little bit because it seems like nobody's heard of this. But uh, there is a Kickstarter game, uh, which is why it's not really news. But if you want to look at an indie game, it's called Battle Axe. It looks like a gauntlet-like game, but it is gorgeous pixel art, and the sound, the music's good. Uh, yeah, but, I vaguely heard of this. But yeah, I would check it out. I've seen kind of like some people, like some artist I follow tweet about it. Yeah. But the art's really good for it, but it looks like a gauntlet-like game um, with just really, really yeah. good pixel art. Um, 
I personally have not backed it, but, <laughs> and I mean, that's once again, like be careful about backing stuff for sure. I'm not telling you to back this, but at least check it out and see maybe if it's up your alley. Um, I know like some people have definitely cooled on pixel art stuff for sure, but this looks good. It, visually looks impressive. It'll be of course, like two, three years before you actually get the game. But. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, anyway, let's put a bullet in this one. Yeah, put a bullet in this cast so we can do the other cast. All right. Well, we're going to call it here. So, you once again, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out our website, lga.gg. Join our Discord at chat.lga.gg. Also, review us on Apple and Podchaser, especially Podchaser, because the more. Just uh, shut the fuck up about Podchaser. <laughs> the more. The more interaction we give about Podchaser. Hey, we got a review on Podchaser the other day. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, you didn't um, fucking talk. God damn it, Justin. No, we just, we got it like, like Fuck yesterday. Fuck Podchaser. Okay. Don't say okay. that. Don't okay. say that. Okay. We love Podchaser here, but I hate Justin talking about Podchaser here. <laughs> Why? You got against Podchaser. Exactly that. You um, saying the name too many times. Podchaser. All right, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>shipping it now so pay us now and then you'll get your shit and yeah they're not going the uh super dungeon yeah or they fuck you now and Uh, and and fuck fuck you later later. (laughs) (laughs) you get fucked no we need that shipping now because we're we're totally shipping it like soon we need your shipping money right now because we're closing this all this shit down and then we're never gonna ship it to you i mean just with that too it's like how the fuck did you spend two million dollars on a board game. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, especially, like, when you look at the, the original... I just got this Lamborghini <laughs> the, here the, in my garage. Uh,